Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. Today we are going to be talking about when you would expect people to be grateful, but they're not. Weird responses that you've gotten from people during times when they should be grateful. And, and a little bit in between. I'm yes. sorry, I didn't no, that's fine. Also, too, I think we need to take a moment at some point during this and just talk about the etiquette of like responding to somebody, especially if you know them. And I think what's what's really important here where we're trying to get it across is we're not trying to be the Emily Post and the Madam Etiquettes, but we have really lost a sense of how to show appreciation. Absolutely. And to be appreciative. You know, growing up in an Italian family, um, my parents taught me you never go to anyone's house empty-handed. It's not something you do. Even if they just say, hey, stop by. You bring a plant, you bring some cookies, you bring a cake, you bring some kind of gesture to say, I'm grateful and thankful. And thank you for right, telling me to be over. Right. You know? And that is how I grew up, and I see so much of that is lost, and it's really, really lost. And during a situation like this, the pandemic, where those of us that haven't gotten the virus, knock wood, have been lucky enough to get vaccines have been lucky to escape the real perils of this vaccine, we should now know how to show grateful and appreciation far more. Um, you know, for instance, there's a lot of neighbors that helped people out. There's a lot of people that had food drives. There's a lot of people that set up places. Um, I recently saw this, and I wish I had paid more attention. There is a place um, on Long Island. This woman sets up tables every day. She puts them in front of her house. And she asked people to take what they need. If you can leave something for someone else, that's great. But if you can't, take something you need. And she puts out wipes and Lysol and canned Aww. vegetables and fruits and pastas and paper towels and toilet paper. And I think that's just one of the ways that, like, I think as a person, if I was going to constantly take from her, the very least I could do is leave a beautiful note. Because, you know, if you need it and you really don't have any means to give back anything, at least a beautiful gesture of a note. Thank you notes are forgotten. Oh, yeah. And I think in many cases, digital thank you notes are perfectly acceptable if you're a business. But I think that if it's your friend or a neighbor that did something to you, a little thank you note goes a long way. And um, I'll, can I start? I'll start. Absolutely. Okay. I recently wrote to someone who was a business colleague, uh, definitely not a, a personal friend, but that I admired their work ethic, I admired what they do, I admired everything that was available in their job that they were a part of. And I sent them a rather lengthy thank you, not only praising them and their work, but their ethics, their morality, and the kindness to which they showed several people. And I literally got back a four-word sentence. Now not, I even, not even personalized. I wrote to this person as personalized. I personalized their name and everything. They were and just I, like, no. I simply didn't even get back Wanda, dear Wanda, to Wanda, hey Wanda, up yours Wanda, <laughs> nothing. I got back a four letter, four word, 
sentence response. And now I, I do believe we have all been there. Do you ever write out like a paragraph to someone that's like, I'm always here for you. And like you just pour your soul. And then they're like, it'll get better. <laughs> or they go, thank you. Yeah. Oh, boy. And you see, I, oh, I will boy. tell you that that has come to show me how well people know about me and how much they care about me. Mm -hmm. Because I just had a conversation with someone we both know. Yes. That we work with through the foundation. Yes. That I have become extremely close to. And I'm never sure whether he's my son or my big brother. Because he acts as both. And I don't speak to him every day, but I speak to him most days. Never will he just say, thank you. It's not what he's like, and he knows it's not what I need. And I think it's wonderful that he recognizes what I need. And um, See, I think that is very important. I think if you care about people, this is literally meant for people that you care about, so I'm not asking you to do this for every single fucking person you come across. If you care about someone, pay attention to what they need out of a conversation. And you. What they need out of you. Right. If they need a little more from you, if you love that person, you care about them, give them that little extra. Don't just be like, yeah, good. And I do think it's very important that you know how I tell everybody and you, Stephen, stop it. <laughs> she says, Stephen. How I tell it. you, and I've told everybody on the podcast, that I check in with myself on a daily basis. Yes, ma'am. Check in with yourself. Say, Am I giving the people that give to me what they need? Am I giving back to the people that are there for me every minute of the day what they need from me? Can I help them in another way? Can a couple of extra words, a thank you, a gesture, a gift, make their day that much better? And, and we need to do that often because I know that we're not. I see what's happening. And referring to this person that we talk about, both you and I speak to him often. Yes, we do. Um, he is a mental health expert. He runs a wonderful organization on his own besides the foundation. He is a businessman. He is a father of two beautiful girls. He is compassionate and giving. And he also has a new podcast. We are going to have him on as a guest because his expertise in dealing with people and dealing with grief and overcoming struggles is vast. And I think we all need that. But um, he lost a member of his family today. He, he lost an uncle. And I reached out to him about his uncle. Mm -hmm. And then I told him, you know, I was really sorry about it. And the first thing he said after thanking me for reaching out to him was, how are you guys doing? He didn't just brush it off. Well, like, I've lost somebody, so now you can't matter. Immediately said, how are you guys doing? Is everything okay? Are you, you know, and I wrote back to him and I told him about having him on the show. And his immediate response was, I'd be honored and big hugs and love to you and Oriana. So there's never that moment where he's just like, gee, thanks. That was great. Right. And and I use him as an example because he's a wonderful example to use. I would agree with so, that. So do you have some? Um, I have a lot. Okay. Uh-oh. I did so, take some. I did not, did not account for um, a lot. Mine are somewhat different, but somewhat similar. So, everybody knows the trials and tribulations of me um, having issues with certain previous friends of mine. I consider myself an above average friend. I think any of, like, my main friends, if you ask, 
I am an above average friend. I take the time every day. I am not one of those. I'm not a lazy texter. If you text me, I text you back. If and you I ask, always remark how loyal a friend you are uh -huh. and how loyal a companion you are as a girlfriend. She was a wonderful girlfriend to people that deserved less than wonderful. Absolutely. Less than even good. Less than passable. And I always say that is one of your best qualities is your amount of ability to give to others time mm -hmm. and loyalty. And it has become increasingly clear with certain people. So I don't want anybody like looking through my Rolodex of friends and being like, is it this person? Is it that person? Well, one, we know specifically who it is. But one, um, they're uh, somebody that we live near. I'll just say. And I'm very excited for them to go to like a new stage in their life. A new um, journey. A new journey. And I was very excited about it. And I had asked them a question about it the other day. And they had answered that question after it like took a little bit too. And then I said another comment, which I thought was like a nice, like a yay. cheer. Like a cheer. Like good and for you. We're happy. It has right. now been uh approaching 24 hours and you've said nothing now understand i know everybody has a life i have a life too but i get back to every person that writes to me no matter if it's a professional email or it is a you know text message from a friend that just wants to say oh the shoes you wore last night where'd you get them i will answer everybody so i do feel sometimes that it is getting increasingly frustrating and annoying um and it's just rude to not answer people back and you know again as i always tell you like who because are you? i'm not judgmental and i always try to put myself in another person's position i think put yourself in the position of the person that gave you the compliment right that reached out to you and you're just going to ignore it how how does that feel on the other side the other how would you feel is when you have a friend they are the person that has done inappropriate, wrong, they just are basically a big phony fuck, let's just say, okay? I have a specific friend that's a big phony fuck. And the best part about this is then you, they treat you like you are the enemy. You are the one that did something wrong. That is fucking comical to me. It's forget, also rude. That it's comical. It's frustrating. It is. It's like because you don't remember what you did like, to me. You know what you did. Right. You can pretend that persona. As I always tell you, you can put that persona out there all day, every day to the masses. Mm -hmm. But at night, you sleep with yourself. You look in the mirror, and you know what you did. You know what you're responsible for. You know what you created. And you're just going to act like, well, I'm not the one that did it. You did it. I mean, I know I did it, but I'm not going to let you know that right. I know. And I'm now going to act like I have to make sure you don't hurt me or say anything to me. Babe, your life's in shambles. You lie about everything. Not my business. But it's very frustrating. Um, and I think it's more frustrating when you see it happen in older people, because in, in your case, you're talking about someone that's going to be 40 years old soon. Yes, the specific friend I'm talking about is going to be 40 years old. So, you're not you young. You know better. grown up. You know? But I do think it's funny. Um, They they blocked me from, like, commenting on their... Not blocked me from their Instagram. They blocked me from commenting on their Instagram, which is kind of funny, because I, I am going to find out if it's other friends or people that we know. Um, but like every comment on their Instagram is like exactly the same. It's like fire emojis and like hearts. Like, oh my God, I'm so stunning. She looks like an asshole, by the way. 
I'm sorry. But I, I also Speaking think it, it's funny that getting back to the topic of grateful, mm -hmm. you know, friends can part just like spouses. Yes. And I believe everybody that parts, unless you were absolutely the worst piece of dirt ever, move on. And move Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Move on cordially. Move on. Saving face. Just say, you know what? I know you don't approve of my lifestyle anymore and the things I did, and I'm not happy with everything I did, but I did enjoy our time together. I wish you the best today and always. And what is funny is it. when me and this friend had this falling out, I did say that. I said, you know what? No matter what, I loved you so much as my friend, and I will always wish the best for you. And I hope everything will always be good. I, I really didn't. I meant it. And it is frustrating to watch that turnabout and then to have it be like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't do wrong. You did. It's, it's very funny, especially, too, I was your friend when you didn't have all of these other quote-unquote friends that you have now which is also funny she like completely changed like friend circles or did she or did she you know were those always your friends too i was your friend when you didn't have friends i have defended you against people i defended you over somebody who was actually the nicer person to which i've apologized to them since but you've also misled me towards other people as well while also not forgetting that you told me things about other people that I might not, that I might just let them know that you said. I might. I don't know. And, and there's, there's a question of we should really be grateful for each and every little part of our day. Every part. Yes, ma'am. When... The person, I, I make it a, a I don't know why I've said yes, ma'am, twice. I don't say that by nature. I make it a big deal, and Oriana laughs at me all the time. I, everyone laughs at me. Mm -hmm. When people deliver our food, especially now when it's so difficult during the pandemic, and I go out and I get the food, she laughs because I wave and I say, oh, my God, thank you so much. Have a really great day and stay safe. And she laughs because I'm overdoing it. But I'm doing it for all those that don't do it for them. I I'm like thanking that, them for all the people that forget to thank them. I also always um, send them messages. I'll, I'll, of course. And I'll, I'll give another example. We ordered from this salad place, and we love their salad. And they got my salad wrong a few times. <laughs> and I called them, and I said, listen, I don't want you to fire anybody. I don't want you to reprimand anybody. I don't want, and she's like, well, refund them. I say, I don't want the refund. Times are tough. It's the pandemic. I'm just bringing it to your attention to fix it. And I wonder, how many people do that? It's more like, yeah, I want a refund because you're crap. Think about that. Think of the difference you're making. Say, I don't want the refund. Just please fix it. Fix it for me. That makes a difference. Steven, stop. What is also a very frustrating thing with people not Okay. So this is like an unspoken, it's not like an unspoken rule because we actually talk about it. And I want people to understand that this is an innocent thing, but can also be construed rudely. So if ever one of the people, and now like some of us in my friend group have very similar styles. Some of us have 
not at all similar styles but if we ever come to a place where we like something that the other has worn done etc we always will say to the person like do you mind if i get this too like do you mind if i copy that can i share this can i we have this little thing even if and it sounds funny even my mom like if we'll go somewhere and we'll like the same thing she will always say to me, or I will always say to her, do you care if I get this too? Like, is that cool? And we I would not be offended if Oriana said, I would prefer you didn't. I'd I say, would not a problem. She wouldn't do that to me, but I'm just saying if she did, it doesn't bother me. I also, too, think that goes in line. We've talked about this a bunch before. If you are going, if you like something that somebody posts on the internet, you should ask them, may I share this? And then it should be followed up by giving that original person credit. That is a courtesy. It's an easy, common courtesy. And I, I mean, I thank and ask everybody if I can share things. I recently had a situation where a friend of mine, well, she wasn't a friend of mine. I was friends with her husband and then became friends with her. And um, she just went on my my uh, my Facebook, saw something that she liked, and she's like, stealing it and took it. And then I haven't spoken to her since. Now, she really doesn't probably even notice that I'm not speaking to her. But for me, it was a principle. You had to just take it. You couldn't ask. I would have gladly said, of course you can. And, you know, that's something that, again, we're getting away from. Thanking people, asking people's permission. We watched the Floribama Shore. Mm-hmm. And this is very relevant. Uh, there's a group of kids. We really love, I love this group of kids. Um, they're from all different kinds of backgrounds, but they all live in the Floribama Shore. And they're Southern. They have charm. They're all hilariously uh, good-looking people, sweet people. They have a lot of issues. But there's one person on the show particularly. His name is Gus. Gus is very full of himself because he's a very good-looking guy. And um, he likes to show his body, and now he's got this crazy Wolverine hair going on for this season. And Gus always is the person that causes the most drama. He's a very volatile person, and I believe it comes from a lot of his past, and I get it. And if I'm not mistaken, he doesn't have a very good relationship with his father. I think so. But in any case, he became very good friends with another man on the show, Jeremiah. Jeremiah is a really big hulk of a guy. Very soft-spoken, very polite, very respectful. And this season, they don't get along. They haven't gotten along for the last two seasons. They've tried to squash their problems. But one of the things that Gus did is there's another young woman on the show, Candace, And he took her hair dryer without telling her, used it, and didn't give it back to her. And he's like, what is the big deal? We, we all live together. We all share. Just because you live with someone, and that's a husband, a wife, a sister, a brother, a friend, there are boundaries. Your stuff is still your stuff. And yes, you're happy to share it, but never lose the etiquette and the properness of asking and thanking. So she went crazy looking for her hair dryer, not able to find it. I'm also going to guess she was even more upset because she is a black girl and she has to tend to her hair the way in which she likes it and feels comfortable. <laughs> so with that being said, I think it's really important 
to say he just took it and it then got mad at her like how dare you get angry with me right because i'm i took your hair dryer and didn't say anything it's, not, it's just a hair dryer and she's it's like more do you understand for two weeks i've been looking for this and haven't had a clue and he's like well why didn't you just ask me she's like because i didn't think someone you would just should, take my hair dryer you should never ever you can she has to go get her phone <laughs> you should never ever in a million years just assume even because you live with somebody you know I hear horror stories all the time. Obviously, I'm an only child. I didn't grow up with sisters. About, like, sisters, like, stealing each other's clothing. You should never do that. It takes two seconds to ask somebody. You know, all the time, if I want to borrow something from my mom, I will always just be like, Mom, can I borrow this? Can I do this? Can I take this? You should never just assume you should never just assume your way into doing anything and assume that it would be okay with other people. Now shit's going down. <laughs> and, like, the, the point of his whole thing was he completely, just like your friend, turned it around to her, like, how dare you, Candace, make such a big deal It was her hair dryer. It's her hair dryer. And then... The girls are all in the bathroom together, and they're like, can you please leave because we want to take a bath. And he's like, now you're going to bully me out of the bathroom? She's like, it's their uh, bathroom. It's my bathroom, and I want to take a bath, and it isn't about you. And he does this time and time again. And this is why we're talking about the littlest gestures. Ask, borrow, thank, appreciate, give a gift, give a note. If you can't afford to buy someone a gift, a beautiful handwritten thank you note means so much you know during the uh winter one of our neighbors who was a retired police officer he helped me i got kind of stuck in my driveway and he helped me to dig it out and spent a good half an hour digging it out all on his own i didn't ask him he came over he did it he talked about his son and daughter and grandchildren and the next day we had cookies delivered to his house it wasn't a grand gesture but it was enough to say you know what you did something so nice for me and I truly appreciate that. You know, when I used to go to work and my husband used to go to work, there was never a day either one of us didn't leave each other a note. Just that small gesture of human connection and thanks and gratitude. And we're so far away from it. Oh, yeah. And I do not believe, and I, I am going to, you can quote me on this one. I do not believe there is not one single solitary situation where you shouldn't show gratitude and you shouldn't show thanks. I completely agree. And you should just feel like it was owed it to was you. Owed to you it was owed to you. Nothing is owed to you. It wasn't. Nothing. Also, too, I want to end this podcast by making a really interesting observation. And I want to know if this is happening where you live as well. Did you ever notice now anywhere that people deliver, like delivery people, they won't go down the rest of the street? They, like... Turn in the middle of the street. I guess maybe they don't want to set off their, like, GPS, but it will, like, reroute you. I've just I, noticed it. I think it's also it. weird because we have a street that opens at both ends. Yeah. So you can enter and leave and be almost in the same exact and place in which you And it's small, too. The street is so yeah, small. Yeah, what we're trying to say is when you enter our street, it's like a circle. You'll just go around and you'll come out on the same street that you entered yeah. from. So. It's, it's weird. And I want to know, like, is this a thing everywhere or is it just here? Please let us know. Thank you. <laughs> so we hope that even on here, when you guys write to us and tell us, whether it be on our Q&As or in messages, 
when you guys tell us that you like us or you like what we talk about, we are so grateful. And like I said, I will always write to everybody, as many as I can. As much time as I have in the day, I will always respond to people. And another thing that I want to bring about since you're closing with this, social media is not an excuse for you to just Absolutely be there. Absolutely not. Just don't think like, well, it's only Facebook and it's Instagram. If someone writes something nice to mm -hmm. you, acknowledge it. Say thank you. You know, Don't you love those people that you write something to them and then they just like like it? Yeah. Like, fuck off, okay? Dude, thanks. I'm so glad I went out of my way to make your day good, but you just ruined mine. Feeling good. Don't use social media as like, well, it's just Facebook. Well, you know what? If you're on there and you're going to interact with people, which is what you're supposed to be doing, then really interact. Yeah. I'm, di I'm dying laughing because I just got a message from, um, we have a special guest this coming Saturday. Um, Barry Beck, he's my mom's friend and he works with us at the foundation. He just sent me a message and I, he just like cracks me up. Okay, let me just if if it doesn't lock if it locks again, just let me. I'll open it with my face. It locked. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a minute to put my glasses on. But we're just trying to tell you that. Um... <laughs> He's so funny. I guess just because I'm helping him with the other aspect of his thing, so <laughs> He's a riot. So and you, he answered your question. <laughs> I know it was so funny. I had just at, like out loud the other day. I had said. Did blah, 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 because, you know, it's private business. I don't want to everyone's stuff out. And I was going to ask him this question, and he answered it for me. So, yeah, yeah, that was funny. But in any case, we want you to know it is so, so very important that you be that person. Go the little bit extra time it takes. You really will be making someone's day. And I, I do have to tell everybody, I've had this ongoing thing, which is hilarious to me. This girl... I said something about Taylor Swift. This is back to the Taylor oh, Swift. Oh, no. This is still going on. And all I said was, okay, I'm, I'm going to read it exactly because I don't ever want to misquote even myself. In the okay. meantime, I really enjoy having, like, fights with people that last, like, six weeks. It's my, I, I don't. It's and I want to be like, leave me the hell alone, you pain in the ass pieces of. Okay, so I did get another response for her. So oh, this good. just makes it. All the, All the better. Okay? Okay, let's hear it. This guy said something about Taylor Swift. And I said, always the victim, never the bride. Taylor, stop. And she said to me, this girl. Is this the Gryffindor? Yeah. It's a little old. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was one of the people that pretended I didn't like Taylor. Because social media claimed it was dumb to stand behind her. <laughs> kind of liking pink and pretending it didn't exist. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Looking back, a lot of things girls do eventually gets ridiculed. And I said, no, I love her music. I think she's a talented songwriter, very creative. She just has to stop always playing the poor me. She gets riled over things that don't ever really matter. She has a hard time taking a joke. But in general, I own her music and enjoy it. That's what I said. Yeah. She says... Hating on others, never supporting. Stop. <laughs> fuck off. I, I want to know how that was hating I on really her. would be like, fuck okay. off. I don't care. And I said, why don't you worry about yourself and check the other posts? I'm not alone. And she says, you're, you're always negative. You're always saying things. I said, 
And since you think I'm always hating, that means you're stalking. She says to me, am I? Go watch the Miss Americana documentary. Oh, no. What's Miss Americana? That's Taylor Swift's documentary. And then come back. And I said, sorry, I'm not sure what documentary that even is, but I really think it's best you find someone else to harass. I'm busy, but thanks for the entertainment. She says to me, then you shouldn't spread misinformation about someone without knowing anything. Uh, what information did I spread? Right. So let, let me cut to the chase here because I'm going to gather, and now keep in mind, I haven't seen Mrs. Americana. I was literally thinking about um, Mrs. America. <laughs> so... Sorry, but Mrs. Americana is a Taylor Swift documentary, and I'm going to gather we have to sit through another hour of her carrying on about how people have ridiculed her about dating and being annoying, and uh, I don't need to subscribe to that. So, yeah. <laughs> so fucking irritating. But anyway, thank you guys for being here, for listening, for watching. Please tune in this... Saturday with our special guest, former captain of the New York Rangers, and our friend, Barry Beck. So important to hear this. So important to Lots hear his story. Again, I just want to reiterate, his son was murdered last summer, um, and he's going to talk a lot about grief and mental illness. He will also take your questions about hockey, his life. He lives in Hong Kong now, which is really cool. Um, nothing is off limits except being mindful that his son's murder trial will take place in the next three to five years. So some things he cannot legally talk about, but everything else is totally on the table. And he is so anxious and so excited to be here to talk to you guys, which is awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much again for being here, for listening, for watching, for subscribing. Please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. We also love to hear listener feedback and questions. We love that so much. So thank you. Until next time, everybody. Stay cozy and don't be as annoying as triple dot K underscore Gryffindor. Bye. Bye.